Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios, here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Welcome, welcome to the Flex. It's the We've reached the midway point of the 2017 NFL and fantasy season. Chris Jakes, pleased to be joined by, as always, Jeff Kelly. Jeff, how you doing, man? Pretty good, man. Excited to give out award, awards for good, bad, ugly. Absolutely. You know, We've got some daily plays. Yeah, dude. We got the midseason fantasy awards to get to. We got some busts. We got some MVPs. We've got some uh, projections going forward, turnarounds, trending up, trending down. Some good mailbag. And, yeah, we got some mailbag. We got some daily plays of the week for week nine for you guys as well. So, Jeff, you choose it, man. What are we going with first today? You want to go with the, the awards first? Uh, yeah, let's go with the awards. Knock these out. Or do you want to talk about the trades first? Yeah, we got some trades to get into, man. Let's 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 recap those trades real quick. Yeah, let's knock out the trades. Fantasy recap. All right, man. So let's start with Jay Ajayi for the Dolphins because this was a there was a lot of surprising moves, but this one was definitely one that surprised the hell out of me, man. Jay Ajayi finished fourth in rushing last year for the Dolphins. Granted, six uh, half of those rushing yards came in uh, three games, but man, you're a Dolphins fan. What you how'd you feel about the Jay Ajayi, Ajayi trade? I wasn't really surprised because of a. Uh... It was known that he didn't take his work home. He wasn't thorough on the playbook. So uh, I think it was a good move for both teams. You know, they did get a fourth-round pick, but they drafted him in the fifth. But with the fourth-round pick, it doesn't matter about his physical. That's all waived. It's straight up. You, It is what it is. This is what you're getting. So and we know he has knee problems, and he has struggled this year. And the offensive line is still the same. So, and you know, I think it helps the Eagles. I think the Eagles got a nice little deal. So uh, it is what it is. I got to trust in Gase. He, he uh, almost got us to where we're going, so he's keep trending up still for me, Gases. So how do you think it breaks down that backfield, man? It's, it's a crowded backfield now in Philly. You got Clement, you got Ajayi now. You got, I think like, Clement's Clem- irrelevant. Smallwood. I think Wendell Smallwood can be – those guys both can be dropped. I wouldn't be surprised. Because with the way they run the offense, uh, Ajayi can catch the ball, so they don't have to do a two-minute play and have back and forth, back and forth. Now you can just run a whole eight – eight, ten drive straight down the field with Ajayi because he can catch. So we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Blunt's the starter, but I think Ajayi takes over that role. I agree. I agree. Did you say you would drop the Garrett Blunt? No, no. I said I think eventually he will be dropped. I would drop oh, Smallwood gotcha. and Clement right now. Yeah, I agree. All right, get to some other NFL trade news here real quick. Another surpriser, man, that shocked the hell out of me was the, Patri- the New England Patriots traded who everybody thought was going to be the successor to Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo traded to the 49ers for a second-round pick in the 2018 draft. Jeff, what'd you make of this one, man? Were you as shocked as I was about this? Yeah, for the second-round pick, but apparently he wasn't. They wouldn't want to pay two quarterbacks. That's not the Patriots' uh, ways of paying two starting quarterbacks, and Garoppolo was going to get a starting pay. He only has two games under his book, but. I think it's a good move for the 49ers. I actually think this helps the Dolphins, too, and maybe the Kirk Cousins push next year. But I know this is off the record, but breaking news, Luck did get put on IR. 
Yeah, and there's no surprise there, man. I mean, we were both on top of that. We said drop him two weeks ago, so yeah, just to touch yeah. base on that real second. But let's get back to uh, I do uh, I think that's good for the 49ers. I know they say they might not play him. I think if he does, hopefully he does get played. I think that helps Garcon and Hyde's value a lot. What do you think on that? And I think it helps Kittle too. I think it moves him up. Can't say move him up a whole tier, but I think it moves them up in where you rank them going forward. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. I think Garoppolo is going to make everybody in the offense better. I like Marquise Goodwin going forward too, if Garoppolo gets that job sooner than later. Now, if Garoppolo doesn't start until week 12, which I think is is bogus now at this point, I mean, that's already kind of been shot down. If he plays, I don't think he's going to play this week, even though there's some reports saying that he could. I think he's going to play the following week for sure. So if you see if the 49ers get down really big, you could see Garoppolo coming in just to try to get a feel. Yeah, yeah, I could see that happening because C.J. Bathard, man, he looked good when he first came in for relief for Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer, now a Patriot, by the way, but that's irrelevant. But Bathard has not looked good at all since that, you know, since he's actually started, like, you know, started Yeah, the second half he looked decent, but yeah, he, he he's did. looked great. Agreed, man. So, in some other NFL news, too, man, to hit on real quick, Ezekiel Elliott is suspended. The appeal was voided and not going to happen, so he's gone next six weeks, man. Who do you like in that Dallas Cowboys backfield to replace Zeke for the short term? Short term, Morris, most talented, Smith, long term, McFadden for the six games. I'm going to say Morris probably has, well, he's the safest play, I think, for this week, especially. He's going to get the first crack at it, and I think he's going to do well. But I think Rod Smith, who's going to spell Morris, I think he's going to light it up, man. I think Smith is going to have a huge week. And. I like him starting the rest of the way until Zeke returns. McFadden, I'm not too crazy about. I like that if that's true because I have a more, uh, Smith in Dynasty. And I yeah. can put him in as my uh, second. No, nah, I can't even put him in my second running back. Just nice to have. Okay. Yeah, we got, we got a lot more to get into it too, man. How about what about the, the Kelvin Benjamin trade? That's where I was going, man. How about the Kelvin Benjamin trade to Buffalo for a, a fourth-round pick? No, they got two. They oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Third and a seventh, I think. Uh, yes, a third pick, third round pick, and a seventh round pick for 2018 draft. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. Go ahead. Give me your thoughts on that. I'm going to go with uh, I think this puts the Bills in contention with the Pats. I know you don't believe that. I think the Bills' defense is good. I do think this actually, as weird as it's going to sound, I think this actually helps McCoy a little better, even though McCoy's starting to turn it around. And I think this gives Tyrod Taylor better fantasy value. I think Benjamin stays around the same. Doesn't boost him up or down, but I think it gives Tyrod a boost, and I think it gives McCoy. Can't really give him a much more boost. He's our RB1 every week, but I think it could see more productivity out of him. Is that I, weird for me to say like that? Nope. I agree with everything you said, except the, when you got a little, you start off a little crazy saying that the Bills are going to contend with the Patriots. That ain't going to happen. I think the Bills are definitely wild card contenders for, na- uh, for real now. They're same After tonight, they're going to be the same record. Challenge flag. <laughs> okay, man. Challenge flag. What's your challenge flag here? I do think the Bills win the division. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I would challenge that all day. And, yeah, I'm going to chalk that up as an L for you, man, because there's no way the Bills are going to win that division this this year. And how about uh, the Josh Gordon news, man? He was reinstated the other day. Hard to uh, gauge it. We got to see. He can do, uh, he's on the exempt list. He can do 10 meetings and do workouts. Can't even practice yet. Don't know what kind of football shape he in. He looks in great shape, but so was Bell was in great shape. So you yeah. have to wait and see. 
Yeah, I think he's just a lottery ticket at this point. Um, you know, if you need wide receiver help, I guess he's a dart throw. Just Dynasty to, or keeper leagues, take a flyer if you have a spot yeah. just because oh. of the next year. Oh, Dynasty, I think so for sure because I think he's definitely moving on from Cleveland. If he's activated before, I think is it week 12, he has to be activated before then, and I think he will be. Correct. To get credit for the season. So circling, circling back real quick to uh, the Dolphins since they traded J.H.I., who do you like in that backfield going forward now, Kenyon Drake or Damian Williams? Uh, this past month, Gates kept talking about how they want to get Drake more involved, I think because he's pounding the playbook, studying and everything like that. I think he's more talented than Damian Williams. He can also catch the ball. So I, I like Drake moving forward. I agree. I agree with you 100%, man. I like Drake better than Damian I think Williams. he could have been the – be the mid-season, mid-season waiver ad because it was mid-season. And if you got him on a waiver, I think you might have just uh, – he could help push your team. Same offensive line, but I think he is going to do better than Ajayi. If you own Ezekiel Elliott and you weren't able to get Alfred Morris or Rod Smith or McFadden or maybe you just got the wrong guy, Kenyon Drake could be a guy that could kind of close that gap for you or kind of hold you over until Zeke returns. Yeah. yeah. I would have been more comfortable – if you had the number one waiver wire, if you're talking about getting Morris or Drake, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people had McFadden and Rod Smith already because they weren't sure about the Morris thing, I think yep. I would have been better, feeling better about getting Drake than Morris. Yeah, I agree. I think so too because it's a, it's a little bit clearer of a path for Drake than it is for any one of those Dallas running backs yeah. because nobody, nobody has any clue. It changes week to week, man. I mean, three weeks ago they were saying Rod Smith. Two weeks ago they were saying Dyer McFadden. Now they're saying Alvin Morris. Who the hell knows? But I'm putting my money on, more, on uh, Rod Smith. I have to put money on any one of them. Now, I want to hit on one more trade that almost happened but didn't happen. The Cleveland Browns, man, just the dumbest run shit organization in professional sports, man. How the hell did the Bengals, who were trading away in ass and A.J. McCarron, I think for a second-round pick, too. Second and a third, which is more than they think Garoppolo. But anyway... So, all right, so the Bengals notified the league office at 3.55 p.m. about the trade. The Cleveland Browns, man, just sit there with their thumb up their ass, probably just wondering how they missed out on the Jimmy Garoppolo deal. And, man, it, it, even, if, even if Cleveland did make the trade, I think it would have been a bad trade. I, don't, I, do I not think, think they sent the paperwork in, but they that. never signed it. They didn't submit it until after the 4 o'clock deadline, and then they tried to protest and try to plead with the NFL to accept the trade, and the NFL declined it. And... Man, just how, how pathetic are the Cleveland Browns? It's terrible, man. I'm glad the NFL didn't accept it because I would just open another can of worms because everybody would have protested. I think that's a great thing. Yeah, and we have a mailbag question later on that's kind of like... I think it's irrelevant. The Browns still suck. No fantasy value. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. But, uh, no, no, the NFL... There's, there's a mailbag question we have later on the show here we're going to get to that a commissioner question that was submitted... That dude could learn from what the NFL did, I'm just saying, in this situation. So, anyway, let's go on to our uh, midseason awards, man. You ready for this? Dangleberries. They hang out the bottom of your ass, by the way. All right, man. You want me to go first? You want to go first here with the biggest bust so far? How about this? I'll knock out biggest bust. We're not touching base if a person's been injured. We're trying to touch base if a player's just been purely on performance. Performance yes, based. on performance. Mm-hmm. Not if, like, DJ, obviously, he's a bust because he was number one. He's been hurt. Luck, same say. For right. quarterback, I'm going to go Jameis Winston. He was drafted pretty high. People had a lot of high hopes. For running back, I think you're going to like this. I'm going to take Isaiah Crowell. What a huge oh, disappointment. I huge. love it. I hate Crowell. 
T.Y. Hilton, huge disappointment. Mm-hmm. Kobe Fleener, horrendous. Okay. Yeah, he is horrendous. Um, is that your list? Mine. Fire away, brother. That's yours. All right, man. Quarterback, I've got Marcus Mariota. What a bust he is, man. Running back, I got Jay Ajayi, your boy. Wasn't high on him going in. Mm-mm. And wide receiver, this was tough for me, man. I I guess I'm going to go Martavis Bryant because, man, he's just – dude, I don't know what the hell happened to him. He's just he's just done. He's garbage now. And tight end, I went to Laney Walker because, man, in PPR leagues especially, he's a high tight end commodity. At least he has been for the past few years. And, man, he is just not right now this year. Yeah, I agree with those. How about uh, you want to do best pickup now? Yeah. I'm going to say best waiver wire ad for me was uh, quarterback was Deshaun Watson. I think that's for everybody. Running mm-hmm. back, I know it's only been like, I think Jerick McKinnon's one of, been one of the best running back ads, especially for PPR leagues. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Will Fuller wasn't drafted in a lot of leagues. And just if you added him, man, he's been killing it for you. If you've actually had the waivers to put it in your starting lineup, but I haven't. I've had him in a couple of leagues. I haven't started him yet. I think it's the first week I'm going to start him. And mm-hmm. I think Cameron Bright, everybody thought O.J. Howard was the guy, but Bright just keeps keeps doing his things, plucking away. Yeah, no, he has, man. He's been playing pretty decently. Uh, my pickups, man, it's pretty similar to yours. I got Deshaun Watson, of course, a quarterback. Running back, I got Jarek McKinnon. Wide receiver, I got Juju Smith-Schuster, man. I do. I think he's going to be decent. And he has been decent lately. And for tight ends, it was kind of a toss-up, man. I had Austin Safarian Jenkins and Jason Witten. I like them both. Yeah, man. Whose stock is trending up? Whose stock is trending down? All right, man, fire away with your... So for my second half prediction of going up and down, so I'm going to do a going up for quarterback. I'm a, I think Cam Newton starts to put it on. I think with the Ajayi trade, I think that helps him actually. Okay. I'm going to start with those two guys. How about you go for your two, your quarterback and running back? My first quarterback and running back? I got Drew Brees, who I think is going to definitely turn it around. I think he's going to definitely have a turnaround season and be pretty impactful for your team going forward. And for running back, I'm going Aaron Jones, man. I think he's going to run away with the show, man, going forward, second half of the season. And uh, you want me to keep going, or do you want to get to some of yours here? Yeah, I thought you had like, you like two running backs really close. And you yeah, I do. I, I like more than Mac. I do. I think he's going to do pretty well going forward as well. I think if you have him on your roster or if he's available, go get him if he's available. And if you have him on your roster, just wait a, another week or two because, man, he's just getting more and more play every week. And it's not going to be long, man, where he starts getting a ton, ton of more looks, man, in that backfield. So I'm going to go two receivers trending up. I think Julio and Dez both turn around and finish in the top 10. Julio top 10, Dez top 12 okay. in PPR. And I think Jimmy Graham's going to – he's starting to, to turn it up. So I think he's going to turn it up and be a top five the rest of the way. Mm, okay. So, wide receiver, I have Golden Tate. And for tight end, man, I got Tyler Croft. I think he's going to be pretty solid for you down the road, down the rest, down the rest of the way of the season. So, uh, man, those are my five up. Man, How about, how about uh, five down? Who's going to tail off? That uh, Who's not going to keep it going? How about that? Watson's number uh, number two right now. I think he, he falls out of the top five, top Agreed. eight. Mm-hmm. I think Ingram, he's the number six or seventh running back. I think he finishes out of the top ten. I think Larry Fitzgerald, the top eight receiver, he definitely finished the top 15. I think Jack Doyle, I think he's like fourth or fifth best tight end, and I think he's going to fall out of that two position. He's not going to finish this strong. Okay. I can, I can get behind those. Uh, for me, I get Alex Smith at quarterback because, man, he's just still playing out of his mind, but I, I think he's going to return, come down to earth a little bit or come down to life, as you would say. 
Uh, running back, I'm going Chris Thompson. I don't think he's going to sustain that either. Wide receiver, I'm going Will Fuller because, man, that is just an insane catch-to-touchdown ratio there. And tight end, I'm going Jason Witten, man. I'm going Jason Witten. I don't think the old man's going to keep it going. I think he's going to get a little tired. And uh, I want to take a few breathers here and there. So uh, let's get to your MVPs, man. Who you got? MVP for midway point, position by position. Yeah, as funny as it sounds, uh, midseason MVP for me is Watson. Running back's Kareem Hunt. Receiver, going to go same team. DeAndre Hopkins with Watson, so they, they're both balling. I think Ertz in MVP midseason consistently getting over 15 fantasy points. I think he finishes probably the top tight end this year. And then we're going to actually do one IDP. I think C.J. Mosley, man, has been crushing it for IDP this year. If you got him, man, you got a nice guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for me, man, I, um, it's funny that you went uh, Deshaun Watson because that's a guy that's going to tail off. And I'm in the same boat, man, because the guy I have tailing off is also my midseason MVP at quarterback, and that's Alex Smith. For running back, I went Tom Gurley. And a lot of my picks, too, they kind of went by where they were being drafted. Like, uh, a lot of these guys weren't drafted, you know, very highly. Well, Gurley, like, round three or round. But, uh, so, Gurley as my running back. Wide receiver, got Adam Thielen, who is just killing it. Top five PPR wide receiver right now. And I have Gronk at the tight end position. In IDP, I threw in Telvin Smith for the Jaguars, man. Averaging 19 points a game. Dominating. If Thielen found the end zone a couple more times, he'd be the number one receiver in PPR almost. Oh, absolutely. He's number one in, in yardage right now, too. It's crazy. Um, even with uh, the quarterback, you know, inconsistency there. I like the wards, man. That's pretty good. Pretty good. You want to knock out some uh, great daily values this week? Daily plays of the week. Go ahead, man. Give me your some of your starters here for daily plays of the week for week nine. Some of my daily plays this week I like. I like Breeze at seven thousand. I like Doug Barn at fifty eight hundred. I think you got a big discount with Devin Funches at fifty four hundred with him being the number one there. I think Tyler Higby could be a nice sneaky play at 2800 if you want to invest some money and some other big plays. And I just feel good about the 49ers defense this week at 3200 Feel good about it. I like it, man. I like it. So my daily plays here for the week, for week nine, I got quarterback Jacoby Brissett. Running back, I got Rod Smith. Wide receiver, I got T.Y. Hilton. Tight end, I got Vernon Davis going with that uh, – Dallas defense, I guess, is my defense. Dallas Cowboys, man. I kind of like them against the Chiefs. Believe it or not, man. I like Dallas at home for the defense. All right, man. You ready to hit on some uh, mailbag here? Yeah, let's knock these mailbag out. All right, man. Let's do it. (laughs) Mailbag. Can we talk about the mail? Can we talk about the mail? I'm dying to talk about the mail with you all day, okay? All right, man. Number one, after Bruce Arians' recent comments, is it time to drop David Johnson? It is, right? Dan in Boone, North Carolina. I did. I dropped him in a league that I had him. I did as well. I think it's time. Unless it's a keeper dynasty. These coaches have been a little... uh, Kind of dicks when it comes to telling the truth, but man, I'm I'm agreeing on that one because there's no Bruce sense Arians in bringing him back. Usually tells the truth straight up. It, it wouldn't make sense to bring him back regardless. All right, number two, man, is Jimmy Garoppolo worth an ad in fantasy? Stephanie in Chevy Chase, Maryland. Who knew? I think it depends on your quarterback situation. If you're kind of like streaming because you had a couple one of the quarterbacks that got hurt or just downplayed this year, maybe. But I don't really know. 
if you're rolling with Jared Goff or Marcus Mariota or Jameis Winston or one of the, one of the guys kind of around that range there, yeah, I, I, I would take I would a take flyer a shot. to see how yeah. he does. Absolutely. With Kyle Shanahan's offense and a guy that's actually capable of making big plays, I like it. Who's a better start this week, Aaron Jones or Adrian Peterson, Travis, in San Diego, California? AJ. Aaron Jones. I agree, man. Aaron Jones. I like him a lot going forward. A lot. like him this week, too. All right, next. Is it time to drop Ty Montgomery, Jim, in Springfield, Illinois? I would say... If you have him in standard league, yes. If you have him in PPR, I say hold on to him for see what happens after the bye week, see how everything performs. His another another week healed with the rib injury, two weeks out. So let's see, let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm holding on to him for the short term. I just want to see what he does, especially in PPR leagues, because I think Montgomery's still going to have a decent role. Standard I think leagues, standard you can drop see. him though. Standard's yeah. fine. I, I still give it a week in standard. I just want to see how his production is, how that timeshare is now that he's kind of healthy. All right, next one. Better quarterback rest of year, Drew Brees or Kirk Cousins? Steve in Houston, Texas. Man, this is a good question right here. Yeah, I like it. Oh, I think I'm just going to I'm going to take Kirk Cousins just because the running back situation is not as good as Brees' running back situation, but it's I guess what it is trying to ask who's going to have more fantasy points the rest of the way. If you have one of these guys, trade them. Then you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, uh, notorious for second-half uh, bounce yeah. backs. I'm going to go Kirk Cousins. I'm going to go Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees is, you know, he, we all know he rolls out of bed and throws for 5,000 yards, just like taking shits in the morning, man. But it's if you just, have one of those guys, wouldn't you trade them for an RB2 or a wide receiver 2 just because you feel comfortable with the other one? Yeah, yeah, I definitely would trade one of them. Yeah, I, I think you're good either way with, with whom, whomever you decide to keep. But for my money, I'm going Drew Brees. Just Maybe because. even target with one of your running back twos and one of those quarterbacks for a, a running back one who has a bad uh, quarterback. I don't know if you're going to get an RB1 for a quarterback. RB2, I could see. I no, could see. with a quarterback and the RB2. Say, example, you have a PPR league, you have Breeze and McCaffrey, and the guy who has Bell had, had uh, has, for example, has Jameis Winston. It might be kind of a, or Mariota. It might be a cut dark kind of target. Mm, I don't really know what the hell you're talking about, but uh, let's just go on because I uh, <laughs> I don't know what you were saying there, man. I don't get it. <laughs> you're not paying attention for a trade. I'm paying attention, man. All right, try try one more time, real quick. You have Drew Brees and Kirk Cousins, and you have Christian McCaffrey as your RB two. Okay. You could try to trade, and for example, the guy who has Le'Veon Bell or Kareem Hunt has Marcus Mariota. You could probably try to trade Bru- Drew Brees and Christian McCaffrey for. Like if he has Hunt or Bell, that won't happen. I don't. I don't think anybody would do that. Do you think somebody would do that? Would you do that if you had Bell, or would you just rather go pick up Garoppolo and keep Bell? I'd probably take a flyer on McCaffrey and Breeze. Yeah, I know you're yeah. a big McCaffrey guy. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, man. Going on to the next one. Someone in my league offered me Doug Martin, Paul Richardson, and Javon Curse for Adam Thielen and Jay Ajayi. Is it a fair trade, and should I do it? Tracy in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, I think it's a fair trade, but uh, she's going to get Thielen and Jay Ajayi, but she's giving up Martin Richardson and Curse. I'd, I'd probably take it. I'd, I'd take Ajayi and uh, Adam Thielen, PPR league, I'm assuming. I would go with that. Yeah, I would take that trade. Somebody offered her Doug Martin, Paul Richardson, and Juwan Curse. So she's going to be trading away Thielen and Jay Ajayi. Oh, no. Keep Thielen and uh, Jay Ajayi. 
I agree. I wouldn't do the trade. I think Richardson's on the way down. Lockett's on the way up. Javon Kirsch, eh, he's okay, but he's inconsistent. Doug Martin can be really good, man. They just keep feeding him. But uh, I'd feel better about having a giant feeling you know, of that grouping. Uh, next one here. I... This person okay. doesn't know how to... Yeah, yeah, it's typos. I picked up Kenyon Drake. Is he worth... Is he worthy of a store and... I think it's a start. You think he's an RB1, 2, or 3? Can you give me some stat projections for this week? Thanks, Rick in Richmond, Virginia. I'm going to say he's an RB2, around 100 yards of the TD. I agree. I think 100 total yards in the TD. Yeah, that's what I'm RB2. saying, around 100 yards in the TD. Yeah, I agree. All right, next one. Is Josh Gordon worth adding to my roster? Josh in Jackson, Mississippi. I think, uh, man, your name's Josh. Might as well throw him up there. You can have a, a new name. <laughs> But I think if depending on uh, what you have on, if you have a spot for him as a dynasty keeper, if you have a roster spot, take a flyer. If you have somebody you could drop, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And uh, we got the last one here, man. I'm five and three. I made a trade with a team that's six and two. The trade was Gronk and Melvin Gordon for Antonio Brown and Jarek McKinnon. The commissioner who's 5-3, and three, vetoed that trade, but accepted his own trade last week, which was Aaron Jones, C.J. Anderson, he traded away, I suppose, for Des Bryant, Jerick McKinnon, and Austin Safarian Jenkins. How messed up is this league? Craig in Danbury, Connecticut. I think it's messed up, man. What do you think? I'd be pissed. Oh. First of all, your trade is a lot more legit and equal than his trade. He gave up Jones and C.J. Anderson for Des McKinnon and ASJ. I'm assuming he doesn't really have a tight end. So um, now he's got a receiver, McKinnon, and ASJ for Jones and C.J. I think your trade should have went through, man. Your trade is pretty even to me. Yeah. I think no, I'd, be, I'd be pissed. I, I would be so pissed. I hate commissioners like this who are – they're like little Hitlers out there running around, man. It's just ridiculous. Like – a lot of people too will look at the the teams that are trading to look at their entire rosters and kind of compare like oh does this make him unbeatable does this make him really really good I'm it, assuming you could probably have like a Gronk and Ertz kind of tied in that's why you traded Gronk and so he's probably pissed because now you're getting Brown and you probably have maybe you could have ended up with Hunt and mm. you would add a Hunt and a McKinnon and a Brown and a, and a Ertz so that's I think something like that happened he probably looked at his team and said I can't trade this team because this guy will be unstoppable which is BS I hate yeah. that See, that's what I hate, man. You need to look at the trade for what it is and stop trying to, oh, I just hate commissions like that, man. You know what? This guy, this guy right here, man, dude. <laughs> so, man, this guy right here, man, you, Mr. Commissioner of this bull-ass league, you are my dick of the week. That's right. All right, man. Craig, sorry you got screwed over, man. Yeah, dude, went through. You probably would have won the league. I hate people like that. I feel bad for you, Craig, man. That's why we only have commissioners do it, but me and Chris, our commissioner of our leagues, we let every trade go pretty much go through. Yeah, because I'm a firm believer of everybody having full control of their own fantasy team without any other outside influence or, you know, BS. So anyway, man, Jeff, that's really all the time we got for today, man. Just a quick little show here for you. Everybody, we're going to have the Week 9 preview show out tomorrow, Friday. So, uh, man, don't forget to uh, subscribe to The Flex. Go visit the website, fantasysportstudios.com. Keep submitting those mailbag questions in. We're going to get to them every single week. And, uh, yeah, Jeff, anything you want to throw in there, man? Um, 
I, th- I feel uh, comfortable playing uh, Tyrod and uh, Calvin Benjamin tonight. He's going to line up at the X as a starter, supposedly. So good Let's luck. hit that real quick. Let's hit that real, qu- real quick. Let's just hit that before we get out of here, man, because I kind of forgot about the Thursday night game because we never do a Thursday night show. So, uh, yeah, who do you like tonight, man, Buffalo or the Jets? Buffalo. McCoy over 100 yards, easy total. Uh, Tyrod has a nice little day, I bet, around 200 yards passing in the TD, and I think Kelvin finds the end zone if he does start. First game touchdown. He's going to be happy with the trade he got traded to. Yeah. He yeah. But um, other than that, what about you? Man, I'm going to say, dude, I'm going to say uh, Benjamin has a decent. I think Benjamin finds the end zone. I think they're going to feed him. I think McCoy has a pretty good game. I think McCown has a good game. I think Taylor has a good game. Uh, and I think Austin Sperry Jenkins finds the end zone. And other than that, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with any Jets player because that Bill's defense looks pretty good. I think Matt Forte puts up 10 points in PPR. And I, I like the Jets. Wild scores Forte in PPR. All right. I like the Jets to win this one, man. I like the Jets to win here. 24 to, hmm, I'm going to say 24-20. How about that? I'm going to go 20 to 13, the Bills. Okay. Okay. And uh, I am going to say real quick, I think Kelvin Benjamin is going to have, uh, let's say, 15 points in uh, fantasy tonight, PPR. And I think Jordan Matthews is going to get double digits, 10 points. Sounds good, man. McCoy, RB1 this week, low end. I think he's going to finish number 10 this week. And that's all I got, man. So good luck for you guys in Thursday night. We'll see you guys tomorrow for the Week 9 preview cap for all the rest of the games. Till then, man, Chris Jakes, Jeff Kelly, see ya. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at FantasySStudios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Studios.